0: This is a Radio 191 FM podcast. Yes, it is. It's a f- podcast and you love it. Right now, I'm joined by Daniel McBride, aka Sheepdog and Wolf Morena. Morena. Thank How you are me. Oh, you are more than welcome. Thank you so much for coming on. Now, I don't want to know too much about the whys and the hows of seven years without a release, but, <laughs> I, I, but I do want to know what brought Sheepdog and Wolf back and why now? Well,
1: Sheepdog and Wolf has actually been uh, meant to be coming back for quite a while. This, this album was completed a few years ago, and um, there's just been a whole lot of of garbage in between preventing me from releasing it, um, including uh, getting getting the runaround by an international label that I was seemed keen to work with and then kind of ghosted me and the uh, terminal illness diagnosis in the family and then an assault in the street that left me kind of concussed and with a perforated eardrum. And then just as we were about to get things going, Properly at the start of this year, COVID happened and everything mm-hmm. went into lockdown, and that kind of got delayed. And so it's, it, we've been kind of trying to get this started for quite a while. So it's it's really um, more less less that it's been um, you know I've been waiting, and more that I've been uh, held up. So I've been doing yeah. this for a while.
0: That's a bad run.
1: It is. It is. <laughs> yes. Oh, but it's over now. Over it now. Is. I'm releasing
0: again. Woo. You are, you are. Uh, Two Minds is the new single, the title track from the upcoming album. It's complex mm-hmm. without being al- overwhelming. You, you're great with sounds and rhythms from across space and time, and this one has a, a, you know, a real, for me, a medieval feel to it. Um, ha- you, know, you know, just a little bit of medi- medieval English kind of that classical si- sound. How, how do you see sound? Uh, how do your songs form and unfold? They usually
1: form, and especially definitely in the case of this one, where I've got a, a, a few instruments that I'm really comfortable just kind of messing around on, being um, saxophone, guitar, drums, and piano, and voice, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I usually start with like a, a fairly small loop on something like that. Uh, in this case, it was, the, it was that piano, the ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. At the start. And um, just kind of, I just kind of put that on loop and jam along to it and figure out new parts to it while it's looping until I feel like I've got kind of a vertical slice of the song that's complete. Um, and then I'll just listen to that over and over again and kind of try and figure out what it feels like it needs next. Like I'll, I'll listen to it as if I'm listening to a song, any song, not necessarily one that I'm writing, and just think like, what would I want to happen next if I was listening to a song? Uh-huh. and usually i'll i'll be able to figure it out and i'll go on to the next part and i'll start writing the next little section and kind of follow that process um sometimes i i never figure it out and those songs never never come to fruition yeah um but yeah that's my general process although recently i have been i have been trying to think a little bit less in loops because i think when you're thinking in loops um you end up with quite uh sudden changes and you end up not having a whole Kind of arc to your song that you could uh, have otherwise, because I was I was listening when I was listening to this uh, writing this album, listening to quite a lot of like progressive electronica stuff, like Floating Points and and John Hopkins and that kind of thing, where they yeah yeah it starts with something that doesn't necessarily actually come to fruition for like you know until the end of the song, like six minutes later. And so I've been kind of trying to think in a more long-term compositional sense recently, but I still I think that my impulse is to go for these slices, these loops that I can consider
0: now most records are personal to the composer uh and if they're not um can it truly be art i guess uh two minds truly is personal to you and you know if possible it kind of explains something to fans of yourself um you could have i mean you could have written an album that you were detached from uh and we would have loved it anyway but you didn't and it is a dumb question but why
1: I don't really know if it would be possible for me to write an album I'm detached from because the way that I write music and the reason that I go to music is as like a confessional thing. Like it's, it's almost like journaling or something. It's, it's a way that I um, document where I'm at, but also kind of figure out where I'm at and who I am and what, why I'm feeling the way I'm feeling. And so it's, it's a really important um, kind of, Uh, introspection process for me and so I think any any music that I make kind of has to have some level of that um, you know personal unraveling Um, and I mean in this in this case the album is about a period of chronic mental and physical illness and so it kind of just had to be personal because what I was going through at that time was very very personal and what I needed to be writing about was very very personal and I think I just kind of needed to. I needed to get that out, and I kind of just almost needed to forget that I was ever going to show this to people because I just needed to have that that complete honesty.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and yeah, so I think I think honestly, I made this record because I really needed to for me, and also I hope. I, I often find that the records that are made in that way from the artists that I love that they're just like this kind of confessional thing are the ones that connect with me the most and help me the most. So I hope that it can do that for other people as well. But yeah. We'll see.
0: Was there a point where you thought oh, you didn't
1: want to put it out? Uh, I don't think there was ever a point where I didn't want to put it out, but there was definitely a point after I finished it and listened to it back, where I was like, "Oh wow, I'm putting this out." Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. and kind of um, was listening to it and and you know being very aware of, of the lyrics and the themes, and you know especially writing up the lyrics sheets, being like, "People are going to listen to this, and it's pretty impossible to avoid uh, the you know the the themes that I'm writing about here. I'm not exactly hiding it. I'm quite frank." in my lyrics so yeah i, th- I think that's why i was kind of saying that i needed to almost forget that it was going out because i don't think i would be able to um have that level of honesty in the lyrics if i had been thinking about people listening to it but um i think i'm, I'm comfortable now with people hearing because it it's not something that i'm ashamed of i think at the time i maybe was slightly ashamed of what i was going through but i've i'm i'm no longer yeah. and i think that, that will hopefully um I think it's important to be honest about this stuff so that other people feel like they can be too, honest yeah.
0: with each other and themselves. Yeah, well, that, that's right. That's why albums like this are important because often when you're going through things like that, you think you are alone yeah. and no one else is going, you know, no one has and no one else is going through those kinds of things before and that no one else will understand. But the people like you that put this music out shows people that, that that's not true um, and it is possible to get through through things.
1: Yes absolutely and I, I think I mean that was something that I wasn't even really aware of at the time was that, that, that you could get through it and I think that's quite clear at the start of that well no one's heard the record yet but the, the record yeah. to me is a bit of a journey um, of my my understanding of my relationship with, with mental illness and, and physical illness but largely mental illness um, and it does actually start off not really feeling like it's possible to get out of this. Like um, the, actually, the track that I've just released, Two Minds," is from quite early on in the album,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, and it's about the feeling like I the the in this case specifically anxiety. Um, the, but feeling like my mental illness was like damaging me and holding me back and limiting me, but also feeling like I was completely dependent on it. Like I needed it for yeah. some reason. It almost as if it was like this this shield that was holding me back from being some kind of terrible person that I would be if the anxiety wasn't there. And so I, I felt like I really needed it. And mm-hmm. I've come to realize since that that's, that wasn't true. I'm, I'm, I'm of the opinion now that mental illness kind of hides who you are. It doesn't, doesn't define who you are. But that's where I was at at the time. And then, and by the end of the record, um, I I had reached uh, a point where that, that was no longer true for me and I felt like I could find recovery. Um, but yeah, I, th- I actually think that that's something about the mental, the mental illness conversation in New Zealand, which is not covered that much. I think we've really come a long way in terms of um, talking about uh, the reality of mental illness and it's okay to not be okay, you know, that line that everyone is using. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that's really, really important. It's a really important first step for people to, to know that it's nothing to be ashamed of. Um, but I think for me, what was missing in the messaging, at least at the time, was the next step was it's okay to not be okay, and also, you you don't have to feel like this forever. Like if, if you seek help, then you can actually get better. And for some reason, I don't know if it was because I just wasn't hearing it or because the messaging wasn't there, but that wasn't getting through to me. I just I had kind of thought I need to accept that this is who yeah. I am. I'm going to feel this awful for the rest of my life. But you don't you don't have to. It can yeah you can ask for help and you can find help and you can feel better. And I mean it's a it is work, but I think it's worth doing for sure
0: um the video for the song two minds it stars you as as uh, your videos do um do you enjoy you know uh, creating the visual as much as you do about creating the um the audio i think
1: i enjoy it in a different way i think with the visuals i know that i'm not um nearly as as skilled at it as i am with creating music and so for me the thing that i love about the creating the visual side of it is collaborating with someone that is really amazing at what they do. Mm-hmm. And that is, um, you know, it often open to my input as well, but like it, it becomes this wonderful collaborative process. Like this time I was working with Tom Augustine, who's this amazing director. He, he's done a few other music videos. He did the Jess B take it down video as well. Yeah. yeah cool. And he, um, he was just awesome to work with cause he had this very singular vision that he came to me with for the video and a really strong idea of what he wanted to be like but he was also so keen and open to discuss with me about my ideas and my feelings about it and where I wanted to go with it and even have me in on like the editing process and that kind of thing. So I really loved that collaborative side of it because obviously music or well, this, this project, this music project for me is not collaborative at all, which yeah. I love in other ways. Um, but the, it's the, the collaborative side of the music making, uh, the music video making is, is really wonderful for me.
0: Yeah, you've always had the most amazing videos. I love your videos, Daniel. Oh, so, thank you. They're so great. They're so great. Um, and this one is, is you know, so good. It's creepy. It is very creepy. Yeah, <laughs> it's very creepy. But it's, I mean, it just speaks to the song so much. Like it just works so well in tandem. Like it's, it's just you know that you could watch that and you could. You can watch the video without listening to the song for the first time and, and already grasp the concept of what's going on. So I think that's really important. What about the choreography? Was it complicated to learn?
1: Oh, the choreography was, was great. So that I, for, for that, I worked with a wonderful dancer called Bella Wilson um, from a dance company in Auckland called Dance Plant. And basically we went into this little hall that we rented out and she put on the track and asked me to dance like I usually dance, just like in my bedroom or something, or like dance the way that the music would make me feel. And I'm I'm a weird dancer, as you can tell from the video. (laughs) So I basically just kind of did my weird writhing dance that I like to do. And Bella was just like, that's great. We're going to structure that, and we're going to use that for the choreography. And so she basically just took what I already did and kind of refined it and structured it so that it actually had, you know, like a, a movement through it as opposed to just random writhings. Um, and then uh, she got a group of amazing professional dancers together and was like, look at how this guy dances real weird. We're all going to do this. <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was um, one of the more intimidating but kind of wonderful experiences because I've, ne- I've never really danced with people before, Yeah, and to, to be thrown in with these amazing contemporary dancers doing essentially my weird bedroom dance was was quite bizarre, but really, really fun, and they were the most supportive people. So it was, yeah, that was a cool process. And I think I'm, I'm really happy with how they ended up looking. I still feel a bit odd looking at it and being like, oh, they're just doing my bedroom dance. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay.
0: it's
1: good. It's very honest, I think, which suits the
0: music. Yeah, totally. Totally. So everybody should go check that out. Um, Sheepdog and Wolf, um, two minds on, on YouTube. Watch the video. It, it is incredible. Well, Daniel, thank you so much. We really look forward to uh, the album dropping in February. Um I'm so glad that you're making music, and well, while you're putting music out again and you're continuing to write. Um, thank you for taking the time to speak to us today. Uh, Two Minds is an amazing track. The video is amazing as well. So well done. Thank you so much. And uh, an absolute pleasure to talk.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Jamie. It has been lovely to talk.
0: Yeah, thank you so much. And um, we'll talk again in February, no doubt. Yes, I'm sure we will. Cheers. That was a fucking Radio 1 podcast, mate. There's heaps more at r1.co.nz.